GMC fucking crazy oh, story dude. that I need to tell you guys. So GMC, <laughs> GMC wanted to collaborate with Charro Azteca. The company actually wants out of a thousand businesses that they have for this campaign, they asked for one, Charro Azteca. No way. And when they said, does anyone in your company know Charro Azteca? She raised her hand and she says, I know Charro Azteca. Because I work with her in no. 2019 and 2017. Dude. So she says, I know who he is. She sent me a text. She says, let's do it. And then she said, GMC wants you to represent them for the new GMC Sierra Denali commercial. Wow. I was like, what the F, F is this? <laughs> Welcome to the Charrosteca podcast where we no la hice. <laughs> oh no no, it's all right. Let's leave this. Welcome to the Charrosteca podcast where we believe our families didn't come this far for us to just come this far. I'm your host Francisco Galvez with my co-host Conrado Bautista. Yeah, all right. Ya yeah, saqué the dust, the, the rust. Yeah, we're back. I hope you guys missed us. You better. <laughs> ¿Cuánto llevamos? Ay, Dios mío, ¿qué serán? Tres meses. Tres meses, man. And it's summer. It's it's a busy season for us. It's busy season for yes, you. Yes, correct. But we do want to make a podcast because some big shit has been <laughs> happening for both of us. And and from June to now, a lot of new stuff. Oh, yeah. Real estate, oh, the dude. economy, uh, the, the business. The kids back to school. Uh, man, oh, it's been some crazy <laughs> stuff. So this podcast really is just catching up from where we left off because... From this time on, it's going to be pedal to the metal. Yep, But before yep. we start, Conrado, take it away. Claro que sí. Como siempre, the review of the week. Okay. This one comes from Itzy Solano. Not entirely sure how I haven't re uh, written a review yet, but I have been listening to the podcast for years now. I came across it after purchasing a beautiful dress from their online shop. From the very first episode, this podcast opened my eyes to the opportunity. I was working the 9-to-5 job that I wasn't happy at and living with my parents at 28. <laughs> This is funny. Strict Mexican parents. I'll talk a little bit about that. He says, since listening to this podcast, I, haven't developed an, I have developed an entrepreneur mind. I got married and my husband and I purchased a three-story home together. After COVID, I left the 9-to-5 scene and opened a gym because I follow my passion, which is fitness. Life has been amazing, and I always remember this podcast as a contributor contributor to lightning, to lighting the entrepreneur fire inside of me. Thank you both for being light and spreading good vibes to our people. We didn't come this far to only come this far. Itzy Solano. That's Man, awesome. Man, dude. Se me enchinó el cuero. Oh, como digo, se me encuero el chino. Andale. Man, I miss this, man. To dude. be honest, I don't know if our listeners also miss us, but dude, I miss this because we got a lot to talk about, especially when it comes to uh, a review like her. I remember her. And for us to be just the spark, it doesn't mean we cannot ever, ever take away the hard work of, of a person of, of what they're doing. Mm. But to know that we lit up our candle, you know, and instead of like toning it down para que, so we don't seem like we're showing off or right, like, right. fuck that, let's light up fucking bigger let's yep, fucking make yep. this into a torch yep. so then other people could fucking pass by and light up their candles and Correcto. and all i could say to itsy is 
I wish you pain and suffering. So if you're listening, <laughs> I know, just know that we love you. Yeah. And yeah. because of the pain and suffering, you're going to learn. And business is not a hard thing. Yeah. It's not an easy thing. No, it's not. Business is effing hard. Being a property manager, a, pro a landlord yep. is effing hard. You could fucking attest oh to this. Oh, my God, dude. But it's so freaking worth it. And you know what? I'm so grateful that that I still remember her from two, three years ago. No way. And she posted the, she bought a pink dress. And, then, and that dress went a little viral for us. I was like, no oh, shit. hell yeah. So then off of that, just started kind of like one of those Instagram, Facebook frame relationships okay, where okay. you like the pictures uh -huh. and they like you back awesome, and they comment, awesome. you know, That's the cool. emojis. But <laughs> <laughs> that was so cool to know that because she purchased something also, and now she listened to the podcast. Now we had a little piece yeah. of her motivation to buy a property right, right to start her business that is crazy man like just to know that the butterfly effect is an effect See, you never know who's watching you never know who you're gonna affect you never know and if she was on the fence about getting into it or not like we were a little empujoncito you know like go just go get it done and about the mexican parents that's a big empujoncito you said about pain you wish your pain, dude. That is pain. When you're 28, you live in a mom and dad, and they still have you on check. Oh. Hey, on the bus. Aquí vas a volver. <laughs> That's what she meant by that. I was like, oh my God. Not that I lived it. I was 18 when I left, but I see it and I hear it. Just friends and family like, oh, I would never want to be there, dude. But I'm so glad, dude. She quit the nine to five scene. She pursued her happiness, her passion. If you get the homeowner, ya casada. And she has her own gym. Yeah, and when you graduate, I would say from a nine to five to a business owner, it just flip those numbers around. Oh, because yeah. the first couple of years is not going to be a nine to five. It's no, a five it's to a, nine. Yeah, it's, si cierto, si cierto. <laughs> it's five to nine. Yeah, it's five and we're talking about 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. until you could actually let go of the gas a little bit, si, si, si. you know? But man i'm happy for her that's awesome i'm happy that we're here Me we have too. a lot to talk about bro <laughs> i know you guys uh, we want an update on what you've been up to people want an update on what i've been up to uh we got gmc in the house oh yes like crazy Dude, bro bad. locuras that paco's getting into now <laughs> you know what i'm talking about and said you know what I think you could do a 100-mile marathon in that one day. Costa Canijo. I hate it running, bro. I hate running. <laughs> but in my mind, something me picó. And like, I think you could do it. And that's what I'm working on, a 100-mile marathon. You, bro. So what you been up to? Well, dude, where do I start? Um, work, obviously, it's busy. Summertime, kids are off school. People are making moves. They're getting rid of their older and smaller homes upgrading a lot of people are, are buying different investment properties people are, are it's busy time summertime is always busy so besides work i still manage to squeeze in some time to just travel go to san francisco cheer my dodgers go on to hawaii uh, just different places you know <laughs> like why not in between you know luckily my job allows it where i could wake up and the computer with the computer anywhere in the part of the world as yeah. long as it's internet and i could work from there which is nice um 
But dude, I came down with COVID early ah, August. I, oh, wait. So how That's, was that? No joke, dude. Some of it is no joke. Now I'm vaccinated. <laughs> I was like, at first, I was like, I'm not against it, not pro, just like again, free choice of that. But at first, I was like, ah, como las de pedo, you know, like, ah, como exagera. No, dude, uh, knocked me out, dude. Pretty so you're bad. telling me that you've never passed <laughs> out, but you were that close, bro. That close. I hate doctors. I hate hospitals. I hate all that crap. That close of saying, calling an ambulance, dude. For me to say that, my wife's like, whoa, like, are you, that you're really bad? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I was like, couldn't dude, catch my oxygen. Dude. It was bad, dude. Damn. Ta cabron. Ta so cabron. tell us, dude, because one of the things that I'm curious too right now, and I think I want to give some value to the listener is what the hell's going on right now with the real estate market? It's is it up? Is it down? How are the banks? Because it's reminding me a little bit getting a little creative. It is. It's it is. getting creative, and what I mean creative, I'll let uh, I'll let Conrado explain because that could be a le uh, it could be good. Yeah, yeah. But it could also be real bad. Yep. So prepare yourself. I would say it could be great for the smart person listening and watching it could be great for them if you're smart and know how to approach it the right way and it could be disastrous for the other 90% of the people who yeah, are los que no conocen Conrado. Conrado Conrado has been in the real estate business for yeah, in 18, almost 19 years. And almost specifically 19. in the loan business. Yeah, so, yeah. el que corta el cheque, el que da yeah, la feria. Yeah. El real estate agent te busca la casa, sí, pero sí, el que sí. te dice sí o no, y aquí I'm this is how that, much you're pre-approved, es Conrado. Yep, yep. So, we're talking about 18 years of this. Yeah. He's gone, he's seen the ups, he's seen the downs, he's been through 2008. Oh he's my got, God. Like, the banks have been really tight. Yeah. The banks have been very loose. Oh, yeah, también. <laughs> so, ahorita, ¿cómo estamos? Ahorita, on the looser part, uh, there is some COVID restrictions there that they want to make sure that you're not delinquent on your mortgage because of COVID. Even if you took one of those forbearance where they skip a payment two or three or a whole year of payment skipped, they're being really punks where if you had that forbearance, they don't let you get a new loan. Um, so that's a tight part. The loose part, they're getting creative for those that are self-employed, for those that maybe don't have a regular wage earner W-2 job. For 1099 people, very creative where you present your 1099. Even if you have a bunch of expenses, you still get a loan, which is nice. And then also bank statement programs. We have the I-10 number programs. Uh, those are, they have gone away. They're back. So there's a lot of creative ways to get a loan again, which is good and bad, like we said. Um, if you're savvy, dude, this is your moment to shine. Yes, people are like, pero las casas están caras, carísimas, no secret. That's <laughs> <laughs> no secret. So I'll make it quick. August of 2020, dude. August of 2021. L.A. County, okay, I don't know about the rest of the world, mostly aquí in Southern California. Uh, L.A. County alone, 13.2% increase. Just in one year, dude. That's 13 thousand per hundred yes okay yes okay so let's say on a home for five hundred thousand, which you don't even Damn. find nowadays you don't even that's find over 60 grand that's about seventy thousand dollar increase you got the new año if you buy one the 600 you could make the math that's 75 grand or so in one year dude people don't even make that in a year just how crazy it's been okay it's plateaued now in september yeah, dejó de subir. For the first time, the first month. Since August of since last year. August of last year, ha subido, subido, subido. This month, 
it came to a screeching halt. It's like, okay, that's duo. And my opinion, when I see that happening, it's usually like the roller coaster, you know, in Six Flags or anywhere where it starts going up and then it's just like at the top and it's so quiet. <laughs> We're right there right now, right before the, <laughs> right before the drop. Estamos ahorita arriba, just taking that breath for the, whoo, here you go. Okay, so I, I see it because now when it's plateaued like that, people are going to try to compete with the neighbor. I want to sell mine, so let me knock off 10,000. So I go get more buyers to come to me instead of that guy. And then, oh, okay, you dropped it 10, I'm going to drop it 20. Uh, so now it's going to go reverse, which now it's going to, I think, it's going to start coming down, especially our slowest months are coming. Yeah. Winter's always slow. Always the slowest. Yeah. Always. Look, it's November, December, right before the holidays. People don't want to deal with me. I don't want to deal with me. <laughs> 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 you know, so it becomes slow. Like, ah, I'll do it next year. I'll start February. A ver cuando. So that along with the, with the prices are ridiculous. Oh, and then the feds are going to meet up pretty soon. Oh, oh my God. So well, do they you think they're going to increase prime or the rates? They might increase the interest rates. Why? Because now the economy's gotten better since they cut the federal unemployment assistance. Que yeah. dando. Now all these people are like, oh, shit, I need a job all of a sudden. <laughs> all, of a sudden. <laughs> all, of, all of a sudden, the freebies are done. So they're going back to these, you know, the workforce. And now it's looking like, oh, my God, you know, like the economy is recuperating. So it looks good. Now the feds will be like, okay, that's too well. Let's take the training wheels off. Start make, raising the rates. So like, oh, which is bad for me. It's bad for all of us. Um, so dude, some interesting stuff, stuff is coming for sure. Yeah. So main thing is hit up Conrado because he's the one that does it day in and day out. Sí. Like even for me, there's two, three months that we don't see each other. Know, and dude. then the, the game changed. Like what the hell? Like literally you thought you knew know, like dude. then every single month, everything is changing. Mm -hmm. So whatever we were talking about three months ago, discard it, discard. Here's yeah. a blank sheet. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, dude, it's like that. Ahorita, unprecedented times, like seriously, like it's crazy. Yeah. So apart from that, man, like, what have you been up to, dude? Look, <laughs> man, I would say three things. You know, main one is like um, we're growing. Uh, we hired. Uh, we nice, nice. went from a team of three to a team of six. Nice, dude. Uh, that's their our old videographer. I would oh, say props to you know. We always kept saying that our videographer, we've been, fuck, <laughs> man, he's been working with us for two years, you know, see, for see, free see. and hanging yeah. in there and hanging in there and, hey, <laughs> let's record, let's record, keeping us on check. Right. No, yeah, yeah. And we're like, man, well, we're growing. I need to hire somebody. No, and then one time we met him like, hey, bro, you want to stop working at Best Buy? Damn. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. And I think that same day at the afternoon, he decided like, all right, cool. I'm going to take it. So now we have a full-time videographer at Charrosteca. We, we're growing. We're blessed. We're fucking grateful. Uh, aparte de eso, uh, there's the GMC fucking crazy oh, story dude. that I need to tell you guys. So GMC <laughs> GMC wanted to collaborate with Charrosteca. And that was crazy because let me tell you a story. Este, a long time ago, I started in 2015. And in 2017, I was still chugging and chugging with the business, you know, it was fucking for free. <laughs> and then one day an opportunity came up and a, and a girl from Me Too, from oh, We Are Me Too, reached right. out by email and says, hey, I like your story. I want to write a piece on you. 
So I gave her my story. She wrote it, and it went viral. Nice. And from 6,000 followers on Instagram, within a week, I had 70. Wow. From, in, from Facebook, 50. I went straight up to 150 around wow. there. I, I knew, like I always said, there's opportunities. Right. And you got to make sure it's not just five minutes right. of fame. Correct. And I was ready for that opportunity. All my training, all the books, everything. I was prepared for that opportunity. And I grabbed it and I never went back down. Nice. So then in 2019, she reached out again. She says, hey, we need to do a video. Can we do a video with you and your pops and your family? So then we did a video that you helped us yep, fly yep, the drone. Yep. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you I were remember, there. Of course. <laughs> so then we did the story of like uh, of how my dad came here and everything and how we're passing it on to my son and everything. Correct. Pretty cool. That took us to another level. Badass, dude. So then out of nowhere... This past June, she texts me and she says, hey, I don't work at Me Too anymore, uh -oh, but okay. I work for this company and they were looking for an entrepreneur to represent their company for Hispanic Heritage Month for September 15 all the way to October 15. And then, she, but she said, I can't tell you who it is. Hmm. Are you down? It's hmm. like, you know what? Like, let's do it. So then a week later passes by and says, you know what? The company actually wants out of a thousand businesses that they have for this campaign, they asked for one, Charro Azteca. No way. And when they said, does anyone in your company know Charro Azteca? She raised her hand and she says, I know Charro Azteca because I work with her in no. 2019 and 2017. Dude. So she says, I know who he is. She sent me a text. She says, let's do it. And then she said, GMC wants you to represent them for the new GMC Sierra Denali commercial. Wow. I was like, what the F, F is this? <laughs> In a sense, I was still kind of hesitant because I'm like, man, that's a big company. What if they Huge. want me to do something that I'm not comfortable with? What if they, they make me like portray Charrosteca or myself in a way that, like, dude, that's not me. Like, like what do you mean? Like, salir nomás con un sombrero, like, down here? Or what? So, yeah, like, <laughs> like, what if, what if they try to... Only like, fans type of thing? Correct. <laughs> like, what if they, you know? <laughs> so I was like, what if they try to use me, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and then they have to control the final cut. Oh, that's so right. So I said, fuck it, let's Scary, do this. But yeah. So let's do it. And... During the whole day, it was a it was a Thursday from 5 a.m. to 11 p.m. Oh shit! Supposedly it was gonna be from 5 a.m. to 2 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't work that but way. But the whole time they were super cool. They were like, "Hey, is that truly you? Is that something you would say? Is that something you would do? Is that something you would wear?" I just want to make sure that it is who you like, are. Authentic. And yeah. I was like, "Holy shit!" Like they were so they so were letting you be you. Yeah. So every single time the director was like, "Hey, can you do this for me?" And then at the end, we're like, hey, the, the, the person representing GMC was like, is that really who you are? Because we want to make sure that this is who you truly are. Right. It's like, you know what? To be honest, I wouldn't say that. And oh. then we're like, all right, cool. Have the director. Let's do this. So again. you had a script, like a certain thing to say. Yeah. And you're like, because uh, yeah. I didn't feel it. Okay. And then GMC was super cool about it. They're okay. like, hey, no, that's not who we want. So my respects to That's whoever cool. is in charge of that campaign 
because it gave me a, a nice taste in my mouth. They're like, oh, you know what? They really do care nice. and they do want to portray something authentic instead of nice. fucking trying to puppeteer me si, si, or si, use si. me uh -huh, or uh -huh. like, you know. So because I was already thinking about influencer marketing, you know, right, I was like, right. hey, here's a fucking free shit, you know, <laughs> take a picture with your big butt and turn around and tag us. <laughs> Right. But for this one, it was not my butt that right. they wanted. <laughs> it was a story. So I'm like, See. fuck. So so then when the video came out, they didn't want they didn't want uh, to share it because I kept bugging for like a month and a half. Can nope, I can nope, I have it? Because nope. they're like, oh, the the person in charge was like, you you might leak it. They're afraid of leaking it. Okay. Like, which in reality I would have. <laughs> I would I would have leaked that shit like instantly to my mom to my <laughs> like why is this thing? Uh, but yeah, dude, it came out really nice for the people that want to watch it. Uh, on my uh, Instagram page, Facebook page, you'll see it's a two minute version. The the one minute version, the 30 second version. So to my understanding, they're going to push it really, really hard on, on social media. Man. But yesterday I got a text message from the person in charge that said, they're really liking the feedback from the commercial. Nice. They might push it to Telemundo and Univision to the big, wow. to the big TV stations. Wow. Big so hopefully if you guys see me, tag me, you know, be badass, that'd be dude. sick. So unfortunately <laughs> I didn't get to keep the damn truck. Oh, that was my next question, dude. Please tell me you got a Denali. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you a Damn story, it, dude. dude. So the person that's in GMC, right? Okay. They make those cars specifically just for marketing. Ah, que canijos, okay. That guy was telling me, this truck is going to go it. back to Detroit, oh. and they're going to junk it, and they're going to turn it into a little cube and just destroy it. Okay. So they made it. And they're going to just toss it away. But you should sacrifice and say, I got a place for it. Let me yeah, adopt correct. it, you know? Dude, <laughs> it was like mind-blowing for me. So they do that with other cars. So they don't sell that car in the commercial. They just grab the car. They take it back to Michigan. And they dispose of it like Dude. it was a nap, like fucking tissue or a napkin. It costs more money to transport it back. Why not just say here and, and they write didn't even it drive it? They had it on a fucking trailer. No, they way. didn't want nothing, bro. Like no mileage. I don't know what the hell. So they they drove it. They got it out, and then we had to go to another location, which wasn't that far. And they had to put it back in the trailer, no and drive it to the location. So they didn't want me to drive ten miles with it. It was crazy liability. Huh. It was crazy story. So in the commercial, you know, they're like, uh, "Can you back up to go to the to hitch the trailer?" Okay, okay. Yo bien pinche chingón Mexican with one hand <laughs> at twelve o'clock, <laughs> one hand on twelve o'clock, my right hand on the fucking on, on the on the passenger seat, <laughs> just going back <laughs> without knowing, dude. <laughs> they had me redo it again. Legal purposes, you know, because they could get sued See, if someone right? sees me on national TV or on the fucking commercial <laughs> doing that shit. They could get sued. Yeah, yeah. So, dude, it was some crazy stuff. Like a lot of legal, oh, a lot God. of. Le they made me take off my fucking bracelet, no my, my watch because oh, they, they want you advertising the, or uh, for a certain brand. Or, uh, I had to take off my Nikes. They what? they had a different shoe because they didn't want to advertise CCC other for brands anyone. Uh -huh, just uh -huh. for them. Just the I had to CCC go get a plain white a plain shirt a plain white shirt a, a plain black wow. shirt i think black. for when i was running or gray i think but no logos so nothing so it makes sense i guess please tell me they gave you at least a person to contact or you'll get some like mean sick discounts on gmc one. <laughs> calling you out yes, hey. give us a contact number Mortensen. <laughs> <laughs> so that so that was a good what? experience that happened in the last three months a gmc commercial uh, it was a fuck. It was really cool. It made me cry. Yeah. Uh, 
that's the and then the next day which is friday i had to do a uh a, a kind of like a podcast sí, sí, sí. with the other guy that they chose so they chose two guys and the other guys from texas so shout okay. out to valentina's barbecue oh, from nice. texas in austin uh shout out to him uh this day he has a barbecue place and this day they did a piece on him nice. to advertise the other truck the smaller truck the one which one's a sierra canyon the 1500 the canyon. oh the canyon and he's big oh wow so they had the bigger guy on the, the canyon smaller. Okay, and they had me on the fucking denali so oh, we're like oh man God. like they got it backwards so i got it good so i got the denali uh, commercial but cool ass dude we were talking <laughs> we we're vibing we did a podcast for them that's oh, so cool and then he's like i'm uh sponsored by yeti like yeah. he's an ambassador. I'm like, dude, you're an ambassador for Yeti for the cooler. See, si, see. Si. He fucking had a cooler, his backpack, everything was Yeti. Wow. And okay. then he's like, bro, how did you do it? It's like they reached out to me. No way. So I'm like, fuck, these big brands, they reached out to you and you have a business and barbecue and you're being a, like you're an ambassador. Sponsor, yeah. yeah. An ambassador. Like, why the fuck am I not being sponsored by <laughs> fucking like <laughs> GMC? Hello. <laughs> so so yeah, dude, cool ass dude. He fucking gave me the Yeti fucking cool like a uh, water bottle yeah, he's so like here cool. you go bro yeti will give me anything i want wow <laughs> which i think is property of david our videographer now nice. you see there you go so i'm like dude that was that was a cool experience too then apart from that in the meantime uh i was hitting 204 pounds oh yeah yeah, so yeah. Estaba un poquito, you know whoever wants to go back <laughs> and check that out it's a stress a stress so 204 pounds and then i was like you know what I'm going to start kind of hitting this thing hard. My backyard is a fucking hill. You know, yes. tengo pinches arroz sí, a lo menos. Sí, sí, sí. So I started kind of losing a little weight and I did a Spartan race. And that was fucking fun. We went to Utah. We went to Utah to run a damn Spartan race. Like, ¿qué chingas estoy haciendo allá? Tomas locuras, right? So we're running a Spartan race. It's a 13 mile Spartan race. But when we're, what does it include or what does it consist of? Like, que, que es el Spartan race compared to like any other race? So different to marathons, this uh -huh. is in the hills, cerros, okay. you know? Okay. So it's all trail running, going okay. up in mountains y todo eso. Inclines. Inclines down. Okay. But it's beautiful because they're very known to have a lot of spectacular views because okay. imagine oh, the Utah, mountain yeah. oh, views dude. and everything. And uh, they have a five-mile, an eight-mile race, and a 13-mile race. And that weekend, I was going to do the 13-mile race on Saturday and the eight-mile race on Sunday. Una chinga way. Like, I've never done anything as difficult as that. 5,500 feet of elevation. Literally, it's like, hey, go on the mountain and come back down the mountain. Oh, dude. And in between the mountain, 30 obstacles. You got a rope climb. You got to go through barbed wire. You have to fucking throw a spear. You have to do all of that. And if you miss the obstacle, you have to do 30 burpees in oh the, in the meantime. Uh -huh. So let me put it to you this way. I That was physically one of the most difficult things I had to do. It was a... and But like when I got my tattoo, it hurt while I was getting it. But somehow the pain I missed and okay. I got addicted to it. Yep, so there's yep. some weird sadistic thing going on like some <laughs> shit going on here right Crazy. that while i were we were running i was dead but there are some dudes wearing purple jerseys and like why are you guys wearing purple jerseys oh we're doing the ultra beast what so the when you're doing that? 13 miles uh -huh. we're doing two laps 
So we're doing 26 and, in total. and plus. So they're extending our course. So we're doing th- we're doing 31 miles. Wow. And this is of obstacles. And up Utah the hill, mountains. Utah 5700. Oxygen level is super thin. Oh and the whole God, first dude. thing was like, fuck, you guys are fucking crazy. I could do that shit. I knew it. I knew it. The Paquito mentality. If you could do it, I could do it. And I and saw better. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, if you could do it, yep, I could do it. Of course. And that's literally how it's been my whole entire life. Like, if he could do it, I could do it. So right. that day I came out, I'm going to do a fucking ultra beast. Well, from an ultra beast, I started finding out that there's ultra marathons. So oh, instead geez. of a 26.2 mile, right. there's Crazy. M- marathons that are... 30K, uh-huh. 50K, oh, 50 miles, and 100 miles, and 135 miles, no, and up to loco. 200 miles. And we're talking about and one chingadazo. No, callate, wey. Why is no, everybody laughing at me? No, Everybody's no, like, what the You're saying it like, oh, no big deal. 30K, 50K, 100K. The only K I fuck with is Mary K. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that, dude. No, hombre, estás loco. So, so, so I started going into this. So right now... I've been so the cerros, right? That we have. It, you've done the cerro. Yes, dude. Chinga, oh my god, bro! <laughs> I signed up for the Catalina Island in January eighth. So whoever wants to join, Ooh, January eighth. So January eighth, twenty twenty two. I'm running the Catalina Island Ultra Marathon, which is oh, a fifty mile marathon. Oh man! Sabes que I'm. You know what's the craziest thing about all of that? Que será? That I married a crazy ass woman <laughs> as me because then my wife started following behind me and she, she says, them. If you could do it, oh, then shit. I could do it. There you go. So now she signed up for the 30k, nice. the 50k, which is about 30 miles. Now I'm training for Leadville 100, which is the next August, which I hope I could get in because it's by invitation only, which is a hundred mile marathon in Colorado in the Rockies of Colorado the starting point is 10,000 feet of elevation 10,000 feet of elevation and it goes up to 15,000 feet of elevation which the people that don't know if you go to Colorado Uh the balls fly higher right in baseball fucking home runs Mm -hmm, everything mm -hmm. because the air is thinner So meaning thinner means that if you don't live there, oh, dude, you're then you're literally it. like breathing through a straw. Ay, cabrón, no manches. ¿Qué chingados estoy haciendo, güey? I, I don't know. All right, so let me tell you my explanation of all of this. A ver, because por favor. I, my whole entire life, I said to myself, I hate running. I even got into the soccer team, and the only reason why I became a goalie was because of fucking first laps. <laughs> Fuck them. I told the coach, hey, coach, I could actually throw myself. So can you put me a run? And then, all right, cool. You're a goalie now. And I never ran. Yeah. So just put it to you. (laughs) That's how well one I was because I hate running. Dude. In my mind, I always said I hate running. Now, in my deep down in my heart, I know that the shit that I hate is the things that I have to do. Right. Because hate (laughs) and love are very thin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And this whole running experience, it's I still... This, I, I despise it, <laughs> but when my training goes over 20 miles, right. you break through this wall of like, it's not even physical anymore. It's mental. 
And the times that I've gone in my trail runs for 32 miles and this Saturday doing a 40 mile. My short runs. My short (laughs) (laughs) runs. So on these runs, it's like, it's, there's a quote that I've heard on Fight Club, like that says, how much can you know about yourself if you've never been on a fight? I would say the first time I thought about that is a fight with somebody else. See, 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 see. But if you look at the Fight Club movie, the guy's not fighting other people, right? Oh, it's right. an illusion, right? See. Do you remember the see, movie? Yeah, claro at see. the end, who's he fighting himself? Himself, dude. That's the toughest fight you have to fight. The fight with yourself. And how many times have you have to fight yourself? Mm. Every single time you hit the snooze. Mm-hmm. Every single time you want that extra taco, yeah, the times bro. that you don't want to, I don't want to lace up my tennis shoes, the times that you can't, you don't want to quit your job, the time you procrastinate, the, the, the times that you're in a toxic relationship, Ooh, like those yeah. are not battles with other people, no. they're battles with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So every single time I go on these long runs, I'm my mind is like me and my ego. Right. We literally throw the gloves on the floor <laughs> and we're bare knuckle fighting the whole fucking Damn. time, you know? At the same time, it's one step at a time. See, but see. I'm fucking punching and then sometimes it fucking kicks my ass that I see my fucking... All right, if I turn right here, it'll be a shortcut to my house. <laughs> but it's always constant fighting. And I think what happens when you're working out, especially with an endurance race like that... Right. It becomes more of a mental and spiritual thing, mm. which I would tell anybody that wants to do an endurance run. If you've never ran a mile, go for a mile and a half. If you've done a marathon, push yourself to a 30 mile. Always push yourself. So for me, I found an addiction, you know, wow. like that I, I'm not running to run. Right. I'm running to get into a fight with myself wow because if i don't put on those shoes that ego saying you're a little pussy oh, it's calling you out it's uh, calling me out geez. and says you didn't put them on and i won today uh, fucker. Anyway, and that's the shit yep. so i need to know that i control my ego and we did we we've done a, yeah. a whole oh, podcast yeah. that oh, yeah. the ego is like a horse ah, dude. and who's control and who's and who's in charge you are you in be. charge yep. or is he in charge and and some people are more crazy than others, you know. But the people that have been gathering around, uh-huh, the funny uh-huh. thing is that they said, what the hell are you doing? How about I go for five miles? Uh-huh. And the next weekend, six miles. Y tan gorditos. Sí, 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 sí. Now, that same, those same people, two months later, they're doing 15 to 20 miles. Wow. So all I'm saying is that whatever you think... It's your glass ceiling. Mm-hmm. Go out there and trust me, you're going to, little by little, you're going to be thinking, damn, five miles is nothing. Ten miles is nothing. And that's the same shit with life. Once you think that you want to be a millionaire, guess what you're going to want to be? Billionaire. Exactly. You're, the, the human mind always adapts See? and plateaus right. that you need to stimulate it more and yep. more and yep. more. So that's the craziness, bro. And, and for me, the main reason, bro, I will fuck endurance racing. It's a white man's sport. <laughs> Caucasians. <laughs> right, right. You know, and we we hear David Goggins, you know, see, he fucking see. did this shit, you know. But I would love for people, especially in our community, to be like, that fucker's a crazy motherfucker. Yep. But he did what he said he was going to do. A hundred mile marathon, even though I got scared 
like I'm scared right now to run a hundred mile marathon. Dude. But it's just to show everybody that whatever glass ceiling, like we say, our your it's mom it's and your it. pops didn't come this far for you to just come this far. Right. If you got a male, go for two. If Damn. you fucking if you think your relationship with your wife or your significant others at a level this, go even Man. higher. If Damn. you think your fitness is this, you could go better. And my win is if if they win, I win. Right. You know? If Conrado's successful, I win. If Itzy starts her gym from the review and bought her triplex, Damn. if she buys that, we all win as see, a community. So I want to kind of open the, the, the glass ceiling and be like, you 26 miles, bro? That's nothing. Damn, Go for 100. Dude. But just to open it, because that's, I feel that just by seeing somebody do it there's gonna be a crazy motherfucker that's listening or watching that says if paco could do that shit i could do that shit and even <laughs> if i don't hit that i might just have a weight loss journey on the way there you go and that might be the side effect of that i'm kind of curious paquito when did you switch oh okay show me okay on a timeline when did you go from fuck i hate running to i'm obsessed with it now i gotta do a hundred like what year will you say you hated running? You were like, just not for you. I hate pre-2016. Oh, so just recently. Just I'm thinking like 15 years ago. So no, estamos hablando just five years ago. Correct. You hated running. Really? And the only reason why I liked the whole running thing was because of two things. My pops, you know, okay, okay. the story of crossing the Cerro, right. like a lot of us. Sí, sí. And in my mind, I've always been curious, like how hard it was. Cause my dad says it was hard. It was hard. But then I'm like, if you did it, but I'm not going to cross the border. And you're not going to tell him. But I mean, like, if he did it, I could do it. Right. But, like, how difficult it was. My mom crossed the Cerro seven and a half months pregnant. Ah, really, yeah. How the fuck did she do it? You know? Damn. But the second thing, it was a book that's called Born to Run. Born to Run. Which talks about the Taramara Indians okay, in okay. Chihuahua. And how, you know, in Marathon, everybody's all dressed up with their neon sí, green sí, shoes, sí, sí, sí. all fucking hydro packs, all sí, their sí, backpacks. Sí, says, my, <laughs> I'm like, tall pinche like... <laughs> A little popote that's coming out of their backpack <laughs> but in the but there's this tribe in chihuahua in the canyons in those barrancas i know exactly in the copper about. canyons right you know Dude. who i'm talking about yes they don't even have shoes they don't have bro. shoes it's un pinche guarache made out of a llanta sí. and they run 50 miles a day yes. just to go to the store the all right hey town. we need leche yes. let's go they yes. don't have cars. They don't have cell phones. Nada. Hey, I need to go talk to the vecino. I boy. And, <laughs> and it's so interesting to me how, how Mexico, these indigenous people, Aztecs, yeah. Mayans, like something that we're so like proud of because somos Aztecas. Sí, claro. Fuckers ran. Sí. They were born to run. And where the fuck did we start stop running? You know, <laughs> when the Spaniards came and Pachi trajeron caballos, and then now we fucking have, and we have bicycles, and then we have fucking cars. I and we stopped running when the migra stopped chasing us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit. I don't know. So, bro, that, what so, that, so, it, so 
I'm all about like I love the, the anything Mexican. If, if fucking Mexico soccer team wins, I feel all proud. Oh, if, if, I, if I see a Latino win the Oscars, I'm fucking proud. If I see a Latino fucking get, get an man, award get or man, get business or get a house, I get all proud. But when I read that book, Born to Run, and I'm like, holy shit, these fuckers are winning marathons, ultra marathons, on Waraches. And the senoras, they're dressed in their indigenous, oh, yes. like, faldas. You see all these fucking ladies running with all this fucking, like, gear. And with the baby in el morral. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> the and they're all running like nothing. Les vale madre. Les vale madre. <laughs> and just fucking, and their nutritionist, pinole. Andale. And fucking chia seeds all fucking wow, day. Dude. So, se me hace todo bien interesante. So, I'm like, at that point, I'm like, you know what? If they could do it. <laughs> You could do it. Yeah. And the first fucking Spartan <laughs> race that I did in 2016, it was una puta chinga. No, chinga. I was like, like, dude. It's really easy to say in a 72 degree home while watching a big TV, like a TV and say, ah, you know, that no fucking cry. He, he climbed the fucking Himalayas or the fucking uh, the Mount North Everest Pole, Mount Everest. <laughs> I could do that shit too. Motherfucker, <laughs> get yourself in there. <laughs> es como cuando criticamos al boxeador. Oh my God. Oh, it's a 10 round. ¿Por qué no sigues echando ganas, güey? Pégale con huevos. Let me see you no, be in a 10 round. No. We'll make it past the third, dude. <laughs> la verdad, dude. Talk is cheap, you know, and we tend to do that. Nosotros mexicanos, we tend to do that. Ah, vale madre ese güey. Ah, a ver, si yo estuviera ahí, yo esto el otro. A la hora de la hora, ¿dónde estás? Espérame, güey. It always happens. Hey, sabes, güey. Pero, for a lot of people out there, hey, te voy a decir algo, güey. If you ever want to be an, an ultra marathon, you know what's the best diet for ultra marathon? ¿Cuál? Beer. No chingues. Pizza. Estás corriendo tanto, güey, que necesitas calories, güey. Necesitas un chingo Dude, de carbs. So my whole life I've been training for that? Sí, güey. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. Like, you're in the wrong thing. I am, bro. Bro, go run 32 and you could <laughs> eat as many pizzas, many oh, tacos, because you need to consume, bro. Sí, sí, sí. That makes sense. Like the flash <laughs> from yeah, DC. Yeah. Los taromaras, güey, les encanta pinche. They make a beer out of uh, corn. Okay, okay. Sí, sí, and Majority of the races and I'm pedos way. Nice. They're fucking running drunk as fuck. Nice. <laughs> but that's the thing, like it, it's a crazy thing, and that's the whole reason why I even got into it. And 2021, like everybody nos chingo pinchy COVID 2020. Yeah. Yeah. And we're all like, what the fuck do we do? So then I was like, ah, oh, let me put on my hike, like my running shoes. Yeah, I empezó otra vez, güey. And I still hate running, so I'm not gonna tell you that that's I love it. <laughs> But it, I love, I I love fighting. I think there's a like there's a thing there that I love throwing the gloves off, going bare knuckle with my mind. Damn. Like let's fucking go at it today. Wow. Let's fucking go at it and let's see who comes on top. Like that's my greatest self fulfillment right now. It's not the running. No, no, no. It's just it, the fact that you dominate that ego of yours, your mind. And That's how hard, how dude. and how and and training and going on a long ass run like that. Waking up in the morning too, because I've been seeing your post and Vessa's like, it's that canijo. I'm barely waking up. And you're over there, oh guys, I'm on my 12 mile or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, I'll go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, bro. So, that's kind of <laughs> like some shit that we've gone through. Uh, we doubled our employees in Charrosteca. Nice. Uh, the GMC commercial. Chingon. Pinche locuras that I'm trying to get Conrado to try to run 
Oleta for you, Paco. I cheer you on from back here. Échale, güey. Tú puedes. Quita una chela, güey. I got your beer after. You know, tú échale ganas. So, apart from that, like, you took some trips. Concerts, too. And concerts. I'm You've so glad. Like, I love concerts, bro. You want those bookies? Sí. You saw those bookies? Oh, my God, bro. Me gasté una little mini fortune, but I had to be there, dude. After 25 years, first concert que dieron after the 25 Friday night, I was there, floor seats. I didn't give a shit. I went broke. I was like, I don't care. Here, <laughs> take my money. And then Bronco, Bronco too, decided to say, hey, these guys came back. Why come in the Hakamai camp? Crazy. You know? So I went to Bronco también. And then I heard the Merarios are getting together again. Damn. So I love concerts. Dude. I've been to see Pepe otra vez. Oh, you so saw, yeah, I saw the... Pepe again. And um, yeah, dude, I'm so glad. You know, I miss the concerts. Out of 2020, is the thing I miss yeah. the most. Concerts. Besides that, in baseball, those two things like oh. we're back in baseball. See, 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 man. Pero, I'm so grateful. So we're back. You know, that's this episode is mainly to catch up. Yeah. So the person could be like, damn, like, aquí estamos todavía. We're still and alive. We're going Kicking. back at it, see, see. Uh, strong. So back to the weeklies. You know, because yes. a lot of people have been messaging me. I didn't think. Oh you, yeah, I got a few. También like, hey, what happened? Por qué pararon? Qué onda? Yeah. We took a little long break. Hold on. <laughs> hey, but guys, thank you very much. Ahí estamos. Órale. Órale.